am the fabulous Natalie. Joining me is the notorious Ricky Lee. And we're on this frequency brought to you by the Rose City Sound Podcast Network, where we talk about being a unique human in the universe and everything that comes with it. Let's get started. Enjoy. Well, happy day, y'all. Happy day. Happy day. As you may hear, we Mm. have five lovely voices, four on the Twitch stream. Mm. We have myself. We have Ricky Lee. We have Jasper from the Copesthetic Podcast. And we have the lovely Jess from the... (laughs) I wanted to give you a place. What do you think, Jess? Jess? I am from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, guys, see Work. <laughs> Tell us you're, you're touching the microphone in a way that is uncomfortable sometimes. Yes. So, um, just so that we can give our listeners a little more um, inside, um, Jasper, Jess, uh, we'll start with you, Jasper. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do here at Rose City Sound, um, and then we'll go from there. Well, thank you. (laughs) I am a podcaster here with Rose City Sound. My podcast is called Copacetic. We talk about spirituality, ritual, all kinds of cute, yummy things. We just did our 11th episode, which is going to be released on Wednesday, and I'm so fucking excited about it. And I'm an intuitive healing guide. I'm a Reiki practitioner. I am almost a yoga teacher. Mm. I'm a yoga teacher in training. Mm. And I do all the things. I love that, Jasper. Everyone, if you haven't already, make sure to tune into uh, Jasper's Copesthetic podcast. It's amazing. It comes out every week. She has a whole bunch of good things going in there. And now let's hear from Jess. Jess, girl, what you got for us? What do you do here at Rose City Sound? Well, um, I would What do you do in life? What do I do in life? In life. There you go. Give us everything. Who are you? Who? That's Okay, so so many questions came at once. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, give me a second. Who am I? I would say overall I'm an artist, a filmmaker, mm, mm. a writer, maybe a podcaster. I don't know. Um, what do I do? I film all of these lovely people. You can't see Bartley, but I film Bartley, Ricky, Natalie. I filmed her wedding. I filmed all yes. her moments. All, like all of her sad and happy and just moments in general. Um, I filmed Jasper when she doesn't even know that I'm filming her. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. FBI, she the ops. No, I'm just (laughs) But uh, I love to capture people in their, like, real environment. I love that. And then share that story. So. Mm. Work. So here's some beautiful ladies. And then we have um, Ricky Lee, whose birthday is tomorrow. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. Shitball. (laughs) (laughs) so how are you feeling i'm excited i'm excited mainly because we turned up tonight yeah like we literally turned up tonight we had jasper's episode today (laughs) and shout out to jasper because yes she has her podcast copacetic but if you guys ever want to get in touch with your ancestors and with just like healing yourselves Mm. i recommend i've been trying to write like an entire recommendation or a, what, do, what do you call it? The Just the... Just get a, uh, giving a review of her services. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. I literally have an entire setup to honor my ancestors, an entire routine that's helped me get in touch with who I am as a person and my healing path. And that's thanks to Jasper. So if you haven't already hit her up for a reading, like, do it. 
Yeah, I second that do for it. sure. Um, yeah. What Ricky is saying. We had um, all our I've, family do it. I've also yeah. had a, yeah, a healing session with Jasper. And I mean, the services that she provides, absolutely. It, it's been just incredible in my yes. own healing and learning. And But she's also just such a great spirit and someone that's yes. so wonderful to be around. Yes. It, just as a friend, I'm, I'm excited that, you know, that you and I have paths it's it's you. it's amazing <laughs> um, jasper and i first met tonight in person and she told me that wait I'm, oh, on shut my up. Last, you had never met no we never no, met and this is my last met. life apparently so i'm right. gonna live it to the fullest <laughs> don't but also what? don't even play me because I'm i said be i feel ancestor. like i'm meeting a celebrity okay i, don't know I was so excited about. i basically screamed in your face she wow wait wait wait, wait 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 what hold on start over start from scratch what happened so this is my last life according to my birthday i've lived nine lives and this is it and i'm about to be an ancestor after this so I'm, about to, so I'm about to throw all my money and all my Work. stuff into everything blah, I've blah, ever blah, wanted. Blah, blah. Right? Yeah. What does that even mean? Same. Hold on, because I didn't know that you guys hadn't met before. Yeah, we never yeah. met before. Yeah, because yeah I, didn't, I, I thought they did. So look, Jasper, because my mom's going through some stuff, and right. we were all, so we do like our little, you know, meetings with Rosity Sound. Yes. And she was like, yo, can I buy you lunch randomly? I remember like, that. Let me, let me send you Venmo. I'm going to get you lunch. <laughs> What do you need? And I was like, yo, this girl is like awesome. And so I did have a ramen and it was amazing. Oh, <laughs> and you had yes, ramen. I did. Now yeah, I, I feel did. so good that you had ramen. I did have yeah. a ramen. Jasper's never bought me lunch. <laughs> Don't be mad. Yet, Bartley, not Don't yet. Be mad. I'm sure it's coming because coming. I'm such a charitable bitch and yes, I just is. love giving to people and yeah, giving I enjoy up my, my heart ramen and very giving much. up my spirit. And when them pockets are full, I'm like, who needs what? Right. Because yeah. I just love pouring yep. into people. Yep, yep, yep. That's pretty yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. That is pretty special knowing that you we guys... we didn't know each other. Yeah. I didn't know that. We only met through the Zoom. Yeah, that's true. Damn. Ricky, you just changing lives. Talk Damn. about paying it forward. For yes. real. Yes. Really? That's some real, real. paying forward shit. Damn. I practice what I preach. I don't just be saying shit. I be really Amen. doing it. Amen. Like it. It's true. And then we had a really nice like reunion and we hugged and mm. all the things. All the things. Oh, damn. I love this. And that's why I feel high as a kite right now. Because it's my birthday eve. Does that sound right? Birthday eve. Birthday eve. Yep. Yep. And all these beautiful things are like happening. Thank you, Bartley. (laughs) (laughs) We're going on out till midnight, y'all. Yes, here we go. I feel like, what what time are you born at? Like three o'clock, I think. Oh, so we're good. We're in the 12 hour period. We got eight more hours to go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we got you. Yes, we do. Yeah. But I am excited because I know today we were going to talk about what it was like living in our 30s, mm. right? Mm. And I think we're all a good range because how old are you? 38. 38. I'm going to be 40. And you're... 31? 31? She said 31. She didn't even know. I'm 31. She didn't even know. I think I'm 32. What? I oh my god. I think I'm 31. Look, I I'm have 31. always known exactly how in, old I am. I was am. born in 89. I had a brain fart. 89, 83. When's your birthday? 85. November 89. You gotta be turning 32 this year. When's your birthday? You, okay, you I'll go turn 32. So, so 30, yes. 32, 39, 38. Bartley, how old are you? 35 in December. Hey, you the be- Ooh, 
Sagittarius. Okay. How old is Indy? Not surprising. She's Man. three. three. <laughs> Which is actually Indy the dog. 21. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so we're going to talk about what we learned in our 30s, the highlights, the lowlights, and what we have to look forward to in mm. our 40s. Or, uh, <laughs> okay, let's go. I feel this conversation 100%. Ooh, yes. So I thought it'd be a great, you know, we have a good range of ages here. So what yeah. to look forward to, what to do when you're in it, and then what to do when you're getting out of it. Yes. Right? So what were you doing while you were in it? How do you feel about you in your 30s? I was really reflecting on, like, what happened in my Wait, 30s. Wait, from your first part of your 30s? I'm sorry. My first part? <laughs> I don't remember the first part of my 30s. Okay, so you were not reflecting in your first part of your 30s. I was trying to think, like, what, what are the most outstanding things that happened in my 30s? Mm. And I would probably say that I got divorced mm. in my 30s. Right. Although I don't know if that's a clap moment, but I'm. It is a clap moment. moment. It's a clap <laughs> moment. It is. We don't clap enough for divorces. Like a lot of people, are like, oh, I'm sorry. I've been to divorce can parties. I, like, the can I get like a booty dance? Yes, booty dance for the divorce. Right. Hey, it was yes. good. So it was the divorce, and then it was another highlight was standing up for what I believe to be right. So I left a job because I disagreed with. A move that they made that was just not right. Mm. Was that recent or not recent? (laughs) I'm just curious. (laughs) It was not recent. Okay. But I disagreed with with how they went about something. And so I left. Mm. And then I slapped a pregnant woman in my 30s. And you know, sometimes you got to smack a bitch. I do not regret it. Wait, what? Give us context. Why'd you slap her? Okay, so I was dating this guy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you slapped his pregnant. This is a problem already, Ricky. Hold on. Barley says, hold on. The following episode is intended for mature audiences only. <laughs> Listen to discretion is voiced. Is it might. That's my big question. Is Thank it you, Bartley. Thank you for making sure you put that in there. Because, I mean, if we're going to be talking about slapping pregnant women, I think we should throw this. That was appropriate. <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. How do you slap a pregnant bitch? I tried not to slap her, okay? So here's what happened. Like a- all right, so what happened? I was dating this dude, right? So we were dating, and it was like, it was all good. You and reenact, then, I'm ready. Oh, girl, yes. I'm right so here. Then, yes, and so then one day... We go out to lunch, and he was like, hey, I got to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> he said, hey, I got to talk to you. And I got it. I got it. Hey, I got to talk to you. <laughs> I got to talk to you, right? And so he was like, um, before I hooked up with you, like, and I broke up with my girlfriend, you know, I hooked up with her one last time, and oh, she just God. let me know she was pregnant. They always say oh that, my though. God. That's some insecure shit. And I was like, they what? Always say right, that. right? Some insecure okay. shit, right? So I'm like, oh, I, I was didn't like, okay, pull cool. out, and then she got pregnant. Exactly. So I was like, all right, cool. All you good. You said, all right, cool. No, I would no, no. not have had that no, response. No, no, no. Okay. I, did. I said, all right, cool. Bye. Like, go do what you got to do with your baby mama. Right. Like, um, for me, I'm thinking, like, it's over with and done, and that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. Yeah. Bye. And then she showed up in your face. I'm at work, right? At I'm, work. I'm, I'm at work. Because he and I work together, right? I'm going out to my car. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, I hear this, like, loud noise, like, Ricky, are you Ricky Moda? And I was like... Oh, and I turn around and I see this broad with a pipe like she was like a lead pipe in her hand. And this broad's like 
full blown pregnant coming at my ah. car with this lead pipe in her Can hand. Can I right? interject, please? Please. You've been pregnant before. You know, oh, pregnant yeah. women. Oh, yeah. Like, how many months mm, is she pregnant? It'd be like that. She was like eight, almost oh, like, like this. Oh, she, pregnant, this broad was busting out, ready to she's pop. At, right? So she's at the highlight of her oh, hormones. Yeah. Okay. She's ready to she's, go, right? She's ready to go. So she comes up to me and she's like, oh, you fucking with my man. And I'm like, uh, I just found out about you in my mind, right? I'm like, I right. just found out about you. Like, it didn't even like that. This broad's coming lot. at my car with a lead pipe going at me. So I grab her hand. To stop her, because, yes. hey, I don't want her to fuck up my car. Right. But more than anything, after I grab her hand with a pipe, I take my other hand and I put my hand on her belly. And I'm like, you have a baby inside of you right now. Mm. I need you to calm the fuck down. Right. Like, breathe with me, homegirl. Like, Ricky, I'm not trying to do your work, How mature though? are no, you? No, 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 because... All, I don't feel like, like that worked. It didn't work. It did not work. But all I was <laughs> thinking about was that baby in her right. belly. And I'm trying to calm her down. I'm like, homegirl, like it's, and I'm, and I'm holding okay. full grip. Like I'm just holding her hand. She's like, ah! and at this point I see security come out and then I see her man come out Oh no. and everybody's running out. I'm and so sorry, I'm was holding this, her. Was this her man, your man? Oh no, he wasn't my man at that our point. Our man come out. I just want no. <laughs> clarification no, 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 no. Our <laughs> story. Our man came out. No, it's their man, yeah. yeah. Right. I was done when he told me that he was about to have a baby. Oh, I was right. just like, like, right before? Or was this like... Oh this was like two weeks after he okay, told so me that, right? Two weeks well, I'm, he I'm told done. you? Okay. Yeah, okay, I'm okay. like, no, nah, bro, okay. go do your thing, right? <laughs> so everybody's coming out, and I'm holding her arm, and then the other arm I have on her belly, and I'm like, breathe with me, like, calm down, like, you don't want to lose your baby, like, breathe with me. <gasps> like, Here we go, right? <laughs> You know what this bra does? And this is what made me slap a bitch. (laughs) Tell me. This bra spit in my face. You know? Wait. Honestly, I had some hormones going on. That is my moment of rage. I don't know if I could have kept it. That is my moment of rage. I was going to ask you if that was her moment of rage as well. (laughs) It was our moment of rage. No, I get it, though. I get it. You you open hand, smack her, and she spit in your face. I get it though. Yeah, you play the Jerry I get it. Ding, 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 I don't know if I would have kept. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Spit in my Here's face. what I remember growing up. I remember my grandfather telling me, "If anybody ever spits in your face, that's the most disrespectful, most grotesque thing okay. you could ever do." So when this broad spit in my face, yeah, all I said it. is, "I'm not calming this bitch down." And I slapped it because you slapped her. Hold on, no, no, no. Because in my mind, I was like, "Where could I hit her, or where could I impact her?" Right. That's not gonna hurt the baby, even though she's already all up, shaking up. She's all up at a hundred percent. Right. She's gonna so get I the just, point though. It was her. It was her cheek. Right. I was like, "Plop." Right. And that's where I. Thank you. That's <laughs> right. where I she slapped her because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, like a, come on, bro. Like, really? Like, yeah. what's your problem? So when I slapped her in her face. That's when she like backed up, but you know, I had spit on the left part of my face and I was like, I'm about to throw up on myself. Like it was shit ball. Did you throw up on yourself? No, I was you know what, honestly, at the end of the day, I was really just worried about that baby. I was like, man, that baby. Is the baby okay now? The baby's fine. Okay, so everything's cool. It was, but I mean, I'm a mother and I already had three like grown children at Mm. that point. And all I thought, like, man, like like why would you why would you carry that much anger? Yeah. And despise 
to come and want to like. Well, because okay, probably because like, she was pregnant. Okay, okay, okay. True. I hear what you're saying, but like when you're with somebody who you love and you care for and you've sacrificed for and you've done everything for, and they're like, I'm going to go hit up a bitch. Like, yeah, I so go hit his, his car. Okay, okay, okay. Go blow okay. up his car. No, no, but like back it up because <laughs> sometimes anger can be misplaced. True. Absolutely. Especially when you're carrying eight months of a child. Agreed. Okay, so you being like, oh, she need to go do this. I get it. You yeah. are <laughs> accurate in where she should direct her anger. Right. However, she right. pregnant. Let that woman eight months pregnant be. She didn't fuck up your car, right? Right. And that's why I slapped her in the face and not anywhere else. So, Wait, can so I ask Ricky, a question? There's a, there's a good question in the chat. Are they still together? No. And how she knows Damn. it's your car? They are not how together. How did she know it was your car, though? That's on my. That's my question. I think some holes in this story. When women want to know, they'll find out. Oh yeah. What's that mean? Where he no, goes? No, it'll, 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 it'll come to light. <laughs> they will track you down. Right. Like how you know that was my car? It'll come to like, light. How you know my government name? <laughs> oh yeah. Because she was like Ricky, Ricky Lee Ricky Mota. Mota. I was right. like, oh no. Social security that's one two probably, three four no, five. Is that you? That's stalking Facebook kind of stuff. Like that's right. where she probably. It got. was Facebook. It was. But I get it. I get the, where that anger comes from, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I understand yeah. where you're like, you've done everything. You don't know what that girl went through to like. Yeah. Even, you know what? Even get pregnant. You right. know what I, I mean? Just, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. And I'm, not, I'm, not, not, I'm not knocking your slap because I'm sure that was valid too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that like. There's probably a lot going on with that poor young child who now is right. probably a single mama yes. carrying that child, right. like yes. putting her in a stroller, like trying it's to meet a man up fault. in a club. Watching now this now, like, why did I slap her? You know what I'm saying? Why did, she, why did I spit on her? I will, like, I will say one thing, though, Ricky. I got to give you a lot of respect because if it was me, I'm not open-handed slapping her. I'm closed as fist, like, mm, knocking her out. Right. right. No, and that's, that's another issue that we'll discuss in a different But episode. see, and that's the thing, though, is I tried to calm her down. I tried to talk to her and, like, holding the one arm that had the lead pipe. And I was telling her, like, you have a baby inside of you. Like, let's talk this through. Right. And this broad was just seeing red, which, to your point, I get there. I've been there. I've right. literally like been you've there. You've been on the other side of that. I've been on the other side of that. But even being on the other side of that, I chose to not go after somebody's car okay, or to slash their tires. But you can't compare yourself to other people. That's true. And like how you handle things <laughs> with how other people handle things. You may have better coping skills than other people. That's you what, know what I'm and saying. And that's why I slapped her with an open that's hand instead of punch okay, her. Slap is punching her. The point. That's why I didn't <laughs> beat like, the bitch down. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, okay, she spit on you. Like, okay, okay. Jess, I wanted to vomit. You didn't, though. <laughs> so what ended this fight? The slap? Yeah, because she literally was like, Ugh. like it, you know, like a taser, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. And by that time, everybody had come out and, like, separated us and all that. Right. Well, she had her pregnant girl panties on. She, was, she yeah. thought she was all, all high and mighty. She's all like, no I one's going to do of, anything to me. All I thought about I just, was that I have baby. a lot of sympathy for women. So do I. Who are, I who are, like, because if you're that desperate to go after a woman who clearly your significant other is sleeping with, Right. You know what I mean? Like, you got a lot of self-esteem issues. Yeah. You got a lot of, like, things that you're dealing with and processing, and it has nothing to do with you, Ricky Lee. Right. You know what mm. I mean? Like, you just happen to be, like, a bystander of yeah. it. Yeah. You got yeah. caught in the crossfires there. Right. I, I mean, tried. you could have been yeah. the girl who was pregnant. You weren't. Right? Mm-hmm. I've been the girl who was pregnant. Okay, but you weren't this time. So you right. were on both sides. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hands down. Hands down. And that's why... 
again, I, I did everything I could leading up. Like, did I do all the things to try to calm her down so that I don't have to lose my shit on but her? But did you want to be calmed down or did you just want to, like, if you were her? I didn't want her to fuck up my car, first of all. Okay, that's the most important thing is the and car. And second right. of all, the last thing I anticipated. Your car was somebody else's. Yeah, and spit on my face? That's disgusting. That's a blood-borne pathogen can, right there. I think it wasn't COVID. You can wash it off. I really got time for that. Yeah. So that was a big highlight of my 30s where I'm like, <laughs> I'm not fucking with men anymore. Like, this is hey. why I'm just done with it. And because, again, this whole time I was dating him, I had no clue that this is what was going on. Yeah, yeah that's rough. And I'm like, wait, what? What is happening? Right. And I guess that could happen at any age. I think that happened to one True. of my friends in her 20s. Okay. I've heard stories, people in their 40s, in their 50s. So it just, you ne- it, it, doesn't it, never, it doesn't go it doesn't away. Stop. It really doesn't. Especially when there's insecurities and all kinds of shady shit going on. No. They're going to find you. But gonna, the 30s for me were pretty much. Find you. Mm. And that okay, you would, uh, but the thirties for me were pretty much about pleasing everybody except myself. Work. We have Ooh. talked about this, and this is why the forties mark a significant time for me because now it's like, all right, cool. Like my twenties and my thirties, it was all about everybody else and what could I do for others and how could I please others and how yeah. could I be who I need to be for other people. Where right. now it's like, mm, you know what? The 40s are all about me. Who am I? What am I? How am I? And how can I fall in love with myself and get to know, like, who do I want to be for myself instead of being under the influence of other people? Right. That's that's what I learned about my 30s. Mm. That's right. But I just want to ask you, is is that a defense mechanism? Is that a really defense mechanism to say, like, oh, it's about me, it's about blah, 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 because I know you real well. I know you real well at this point. Right. Do you feel... Like, maybe there's a piece of that that is about a defense mechanism is how you progress right now. I feel like the defense mechanism was my entire 30s. Where no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the 30s. I'm talking about the 40s. Is she a therapist? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like <laughs> like me wanting to know myself, is that a defense mechanism in my 40s? That's not what I'm asking you. You wanting to know yourself versus, like, you saying, look, this is blah, 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 as opposed to being, like, I'm open to this, this, and this. Like, you're defining how you want your 40s to be or look already, are, are you open to what your 40s have to offer mm, you? That's a good question, actually. That is a good question. That's a beautiful question, actually. Yes. Meaning, like, what I do know about my 40s is I want to uncover what that is. I have to be open. If I'm not open to what it is that I'm going to uncover in my 40s, then I'm not being true to my original initiative, which is to uncover myself. But that takes courage. For sure. And I, you know, in the short amount of time that I've known you, I feel like you have this huge potential, right? Mm. To like welcome everything that's coming to you. But I also feel like you have the ability to put up a big wall. Oh, yeah. And be like, <laughs> yo, y'all can come, but you got to jump up 45,000. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Right? And like, and that also- won't even be the test to finish. <laughs> There'll be something over the wall. There's sharks. Okay. Right. Sharks over a wall, which means you added an ocean, by the way. Yeah. And, and there's, there's a riddle at the top of the wall. But I, but I think that you have so much potential for, like, this amazing life that I think we all see for you, right? Like, Hell we yeah. all see this, like, Ricky Lee life ahead of you. But I think, I feel 
I believe that you have like this boat that's like, I'm going to go back to my 30. Oh, yeah. That's the blanket. That's like your safe space. Oh, I'm sorry. Those are sweatpants that are at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Because I just realized something. If all of you collectively here said or agreed that there's like a moat with sharks Mm -hmm. and then you got to climb a wall and then there's a riddle. Am I that difficult to access? Mm. I personally don't believe you're that difficult to access, but I think that the everyday person who meets you would agree that you might be difficult to access. Agreed. I agree with that. Well, difficult to access on what level of your life? Okay, so another thing that I learned... So, so, uh, knowing you for as long as I've known you now, I would say romantically, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But then that other than that, she's like, kind of like an open book. Yeah, other, have you other raised your, your standards? Other than your romance, uh, you other haven't than your raised your standards, life, by the way. You're an open book, like Natalie <laughs> said. Like you're you're easy to to, <laughs> to befriend, and you're easy to, to get along with. Look, drop but in mic. your romantic life, it's jumping for forty five thousand. Right, riddle at the top. You get over the wall, and there's a moat of sharks. That's 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 that. May I say, Ricky? I just like. All love, though, Ricky. <laughs> Jess said that you have not raised your standards. You just raised the wall. So that makes me question, like, how can you bring the wall down so people can see you? Or at least so that you can see yourself and understand what are your standards at right now and where do you want them to be? So this time that you're taking to be celibate, because, like, okay, I had a little hotation. And then I spent a couple of months not fucking nobody, right? And in that time, I was like, who is Jasper? And what do I really, like, want? And what yes, do I really need girl, in yes. a relationship? And then when people were coming my way, girl, I had people who were like, I have a kid, and but I want to make you my priority. Nope, because your kid should be your priority. Thank right. you. Or, I have this Thank going you, on, but I want you to... Nope, you shouldn't have to rearrange your life for me. I don't want you to have to rearrange your life for me. I want to naturally fit Thank with you, you, and I want you to fit with me. So all I'm saying is, is in your 40s, and while you're taking this time to like disconnect from like having sex with people and having relationships with people... Like, allow yourself to explore that. And then, like, whatever you want from somebody else, I'm going to give you the same advice I did, the same advice I gave to my little sister, my anybody who comes my way. Whatever you want from somebody else, give it to yourself. Because when somebody comes mm-hmm. in yes, and yes, they give yes. it to you, and if the shit stops, you don't want to be like, oh, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to stay with you because I can't get this shit right. on my own. Yes, right. I absolutely fucking can. Right. And you don't need, you don't deserve to put up with anybody's bullshit. Cause if you like, you're anybody's. such a force. Right. I'm like, and each of us here is Agreed. a force. Anybody's in this whole room. Right. Even you, Indy. Yeah. Don't, Indy. Be, the dog. don't be messing around with the, the neighbor dog. Okay. <laughs> you see Indy's standards. Indy's standards is high. We all got to have Indy's standards. Right. So wait, I want to ask and I want to confirm, um, because I don't think you have, we, you were talking about your want and your desire to be celibate. And so Jasper brought that up. Have you determined that that's what you wanted to do? Let's what did honest, you decide? <laughs> Let's be honest, Ricky. We do it for not- yourself. Don't do it for us either. Nope. Yeah, no. Welcome back to the Ricky... Ricky Lee therapy hour. <laughs> to Ricky Lake. Uh, oh, Ricky Lake. I <laughs> love <laughs> her. I did too. I was tortured by her name. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think it's it's something that I've I've definitely been pondering like and researching a lot about. Okay. You know, and, and trying to like determine whether that'll be fitting for me or not. Um but more than anything, I think it was just about the conversation itself. You know? Uh, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like wanting to do that or wanting for me to be better for myself, that's mm-hmm. probably what the priority was more than anything. I yeah. think. Ricky said, I need some deep. <laughs> just having the conversation. I feel like she's in good. general. No, and and everything that you're that you you're saying, you know, like I remember you and I had a conversation, like take yourself out on a date, like go watch a movie by yourself, go to dinner by yourself, like the way that the way that you want somebody to treat you, treat yourself like that, right? And right. that's something something I never practiced for myself. So that even that in itself has been a big undertaking for me, and that's why. I think I am excited about my 40s in that regard because it's like, all right, well, that is I'm going to do for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do for me. And whatever feels good, that's what I'm going to do. Work. I'm all a fan of that because we that's were just what talking, I'm gonna do. Jess and I, like, Jess was saying one minute I'm one person, the next minute I'm, the, I'm a new person. And same with me. And I'm like, I might say that this is a thing and that's my truth for right now. But also that changes. That's the it best. does change. I'm yes. a fucking human. Yes. Yeah, I, and like I people like want to put I live you in that. a box. They're like, oh, well, you said this like five minutes ago. And I'm like, okay, I feel differently now. And I'm allowed <laughs> about to feel it. differently. <laughs> I'm openly expressing that I feel differently. Yes. My Maybe my like emotional connection to you hasn't changed. But like my physical sexual and or emotional feeling has changed in this moment where like maybe I wanted to like get down with you and like right now right I just want to like cuddle with you right and that's and that's what I like Natalie and I always talk about that we can say one thing today and tomorrow that's gonna change yeah because something happened in between yesterday and today that influences how we feel yeah and that's okay yeah I love that Part like, can us. we normalize that's okay hell yeah yeah that change is okay because there's such a like stereotype of like you can't be this this or that like you can't change or like whoa I need some space from you because you're changing like you don't need space from mm. me I've been the same person that right. I was for like a month or a year or five years I am the same person right yeah. I literally just am constantly evolving I am an even there flow. you go like mm. allow me to be me and right. you can be you and we can yes. like connect yeah that's it yeah because I think the foundation is still there you're still Jess mm. you yeah, still all of the things stopped. that you are but your thought process changes. Yep. Yeah. And you ex- I am a processor. Your experience like, changes. And not everybody you go is through. an out loud processor. But That's I am. Fact. Ricky, you are an out loud. Like, her and I can, like, out loud process to each other over and over and over for, like, a good amount of time. And come yeah. to yeah. a different conclusion than you had when you started the conversation. That's right. Because we're open. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because I can be like, Ricky, I feel this way. And she'll be like, well, did you think about it this way? And I'm like, oh, no. But you like, need no, people like not. that. Yeah. But yeah. you need people like that to question your initial like thought. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to come out of that. And also, if, you need a good support system, right? Yeah. Because yes. like sometimes we like degrade ourselves and feel like, oh, we're wrong or oh, I can't believe I feel this way or whatever. And someone is like, yo, you're feeling this way because you're like growing or you're evolving or like. You're, you know, bringing some trauma in from back in the day, and that's okay, mm. but, like, you know, be open, be welcome, and I feel like all four of us right here, I've had that conversation with all of you. Like, I have hit up you multiple times being like, yeah. yo, I'm having a moment. You are our health and wellness person. I'm <laughs> this moment of my life. What do you think? 
right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that we've all just been available for each other to be the safe space and a person that doesn't judge. And hey, here's my bullshit. And it's going to sound really funky or it's just is. And what do you think? Mm. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, like Ricky said, did you think about it like this? Or what about this? Or or maybe it's just a, a moment to listen or to say, to ask more questions so that we can get deeper into that to conversation. Ask more questions, yes. I think it's always about the questions. May word. I bring up a comment about the word safe? Because this has come up in conversation recently where I've said to someone like, you're a safe person and they're like confused about it. Ah. Can we talk about the safe space? Let's talk about it. Because I think it's really important when you feel comfortable enough with someone that you can, whether it's a partner that you're sleeping with, a best friend, a new friend, whatever, like, mm-hmm. like what does safe mean to you all? Mm. Safe means that I can put all of my fears and insecurities into your hands and you're not going to judge me for them. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to go and tell them to the whole world. I'm trusting you. And you, you have that person? Yes. And you're not going to mm. bullshit the response. Right. Yes. You're going to keep it 100, um, not, not put your business out there for everybody else, but n- also not BS around like, yeah. what you need to do. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What about you, Jasper? What safe mean to you? Mm. Safe means for me somebody that I can come to when I'm like taking myself too seriously. Mm. And I'm like, this is who I am. And like on my high horse because yeah. I feel like, we all kind of get that way. Like, I am a me. I am a Jasper. Nobody else is me. Yeah. So, like, I feel, I always feel, I don't say I always feel, but, like, there's a lot of times where I feel like I'm right when I'm wrong. And I feel like we mm. all get mm-hmm. to that space where, like, we feel like we're right when we're wrong. So, I feel like a safe space is somebody who I can come to you when I'm being, like, a pompous fucking asshole. And you could be, like, Bitch, tone the fuck down. Like, what are you doing? Mm, Like, really tell me about myself and, like, where I'm fucking up as a person and then still receive me with love. Like, give me me your judgment in a loving way and give me, like, Mm. everything that you have to say about me in a loving way. In a constructive way. Yeah. Mm. And then, like, and then bring me down a fucking peg. Like, girl, what are you doing? Mm. And I think that's important. I think it's important that, like, as people, we admit that we are, like, that we think that we're right when we're wrong and yeah. that we have the capacity to be, like, narrow-minded, yeah. even when we are open-minded people, and that we have people who are, like, girl, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. I like the narrow, <laughs> what you said about the narrow-mindedness, because sometimes we do come off that way. Sometimes we oh, don't yeah. see past right here. No. This is all I'm we're seeing. I'm just so right, mm-hmm. and yeah. one person and is that's just so it. wrong, and it's like, are you and are they? Yeah. Or is there nuance? Right. Or is there like space for you to still even feel like you're right, but Mm -hmm. also see their perspective? Yeah. Yeah. So that's to me, that to me is a safe space. What about you, Jess? It's so interesting because like mine is the opposite. (laughs) Okay. Because like when I feel the worst about myself, when I feel like the most degraded about myself, when I feel like I'm fat or I'm ugly or I'm not smart or I didn't, I'm not good enough. Yeah. Like my safe space is a place where I can go and be like, I feel all these things and someone yeah. can be like, yo, it's cool that you feel these things, but like, we don't see you like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my biggest struggle based on like my previous trauma. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So can you 
dive deeper into that. So you're coming. No, but what I mean is you you feel a certain way about yourself, right? So do you have that person that you tell these things to or do you go somewhere to feel those things? That's a good question. I mean, I, I think that it's always evolving, right? Yeah. Um, because like I, anybody who knows me knows me and like I'm like who knows me well. I'm a very open book. I hide nothing. I have mm-hmm. nothing to hide mm-hmm. at any time. You want to know about my trauma, my love life, my happiness, my sadness. I got you. Like, I will share. Yeah. And I'm able to share really in, like, a third-person way, right? Because okay. it's less… Kind of removed from it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell you about all this, all the stuff. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a safe space, which is really hard to communicate to someone, especially initially, is like, yo. Yeah. I don't really feel like telling you all my trauma, right. but, like, I got a good amount of it. I got a good amount <laughs> of it, right? Um, and I'm going to share with you, like, 10%, right? right? Mm-hmm. And if you accept that 10%, I, like, I really want to open up to you and, like, allow you to be a safe space to me. And yeah. if you don't accept mm. the 10%, like, I'm closed up. And I'm yeah. like, someone who lets you go in doses. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's like, fair because it takes it takes trust. Yeah, you don't I mean, just go I give a hundred. Like example, I mean, I don't know where Ricky and I became honestly like where we became really good friends. Uh-huh. I don't know what it was, but Ricky and I have a thing where like the, her kids call me, oh, it's my mom in another font. I don't know uh-huh. where that like exactly <laughs> yeah. where that came from, uh-huh. but it makes sense to both. <laughs> yeah, it works. Yeah. But, like, I could call Ricky and be like, Ricky, I'm feeling this way, blah, 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 blah. Like, this is the worst thing I'm feeling. And she'd be like, okay, so I'm going to, like, comfortably evaluate that for you, mm. give you some advice, and then allow you to have an open space to speak about it. Okay. Should you want. Okay. Or, or I could be non-responsive to Jess. Yeah. She'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, no, and in when, just when, my unresponsiveness yeah. or in just my, like, sporadic responses yeah like she knows there's something wrong yeah and there's yeah. no pressure right. to be like tell me what's wrong right now yeah but rather like okay cool and it's just like a check-in yeah you know without yeah. even saying anything right which is creepy as fuck i have a weird wavelength <laughs> like it's- but it's almost like you guys are letting each other be but and, right and knowing like and almost telepathically telling yourselves like i see you i got you right. you're going right. through yeah. it it's yeah. cool yeah. Yeah. yes Mm. Which Look I was going to say, my safe space uh-huh. is with no one. But like, why? My ultimate safe space That's is fair. with myself. Work. Where and that I works. Literally, where I'm like, I would never tell anybody this random fucked up thought that I just had. Yeah. So I'm like just going to, I'm just, yeah. So I'm just I going, like I well, yeah. To, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be like, Ricky, tell me all your fucked up thoughts and I'll tell you all mine. I feel like we occasionally get those fucked up thoughts. Oh, no. Right. Yeah, y'all get fucked up thoughts. Yeah. But like the deep, dark stuff that you would never say out That's loud. That's the shit I right. would know. Like the, the, the stuff that I would never say out loud. I don't think that I've ever really met somebody that I could really... And I guess that goes back to my professor in communications who was like, you could have a great relationship with whoever you want and you can tell them as much as you want. But your deepest, darkest thoughts and who you really are inside, you have only yourself to share with. That's really interesting. And so I kind of like that intimacy in being able to connect with myself like that. Yeah. And being able to say that I am my own safe space. 
I am my own darkest thoughts and I can share that with myself. Darkest thoughts, best thoughts, whatever those thoughts are, intimate thoughts that I would never necessarily share with anybody, like creating that Except own safe space. <laughs> can I ask you a question though? Yeah. Because I, I tend to operate in the same way, right? Like I when usually for me, when it's like a safe space, it's not a space that I seek out. It's like I've hit my limit of being in here, mm. like mm. to right. myself. And then somebody sees it and they're like, are you okay? Because like, I don't know about you, but my energy really penetrates, right? And, and people are like, what the fuck is up? But do you feel like that limits you? And the, do you feel like that limits your relationships with people? So there was this one moment in my life, in my 30s, where I felt this complete and utter rage with somebody like I wished death upon somebody like Ooh. I wanted wow, to go yeah. in and grab their heart f- with my own bare hands and rip it out of their wow. being that like and like that. eat it like Aztec status you know like that's what I <laughs> I never felt that ever before in my life but I did feel that in my 30s for somebody right I did share that with somebody and it was with, rest in peace, Maya Rosie. Mm. Like, I remember calling her and I remember that in that moment of rage, like, I threw my phone against the wall. Like, oh, there was no physical. I was just, I, man, I felt like the Hulk. Yeah. Like, you were ready to go oh, in. Oh, man. You were ready to kill And I never experienced any kind of just rage, rage like that. Like, mm. I wanted to hurt this person. And I remember going over to her house and really feeling in that safe space with her and expressing to her in like I was sweating, shaking, yeah. like Ugh. I Wait, was who never, were you sharing with this with with your Aunt Rosie? Yeah, or? I was oh, telling her. I was like, man, like this is my moment of yeah, this is what I want to do to this person. Like I'm I was done with this person. And and she just listened. Mm-hmm. And I and I would not have called anybody else. Right. Right. I would not have called anybody else. Because this is the person that I did feel like I could just express yourself express with. that. But like even saying this out loud right now with you guys is kind of weird. Do you feel like she's maybe. still your safe space now? Now, thanks to you, because now I get to tap talk in. to her every yeah. day and I tap in with her every day. Now, when she passed away, I couldn't. Like I used to be like, how do you talk to people who have passed? Like they're not here anymore. Like, how do you even do that? But, you know, you taught me how to do that. So now when I feel frustrated or angry or sad, even glad, like, I will express that to her because she was definitely uh, an unconditional source of no judgment, safe space. Like, someone who was outside of my network of family or or people that I had close to me. Um, But, yeah, that was... And again, even saying this out loud right now, it was a trip. It's a trip to me because this was somebody that I, I care deeply for is very close to me to this day and that I love dearly, but that I very much wanted to hurt. Yeah. I wanted to impose hurt on them like they imposed hurt on me. Work. You know? So, and I, and I think it is healthy to express that sometimes because I think about like, like uh, mass shooters, right? Who get in their moments of rage and then they go and they kill everybody. I right. always think like, man, did they not have that one person that they could go to and express their rage to and like just, you know, dispose whatever emotions they were feeling? Did they not have that outlet in order to maybe, you know, 
dissipate, you know, actually going through with what they what they went through. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of the times we're going through our shit by ourselves and we think that nobody cares or that nobody wants to hear our bullshit. Right. right. Or that we don't. Or we're not worthy of it. I think that's a mm. bigger part of it, especially for women. Like, we're not worthy of it. Like, why are we allowing ourselves to feel this way? Right. Like, why aren't we tougher? Why aren't we stronger? Like, we're supposed to be... Everybody thinks we're, like, strong, beautiful, kind, giving. I think all four of us mm-hmm. yeah. struggle with that, right? Like, we're supposed mm-hmm. to be this And And I think maybe that that's all we were taught how to be is strong mm-hmm. and not how to be vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And, and I also wonder if, you know, and I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but when someone tells you, like, oh, my God, you're so sensitive, and then you end up not wanting to be that sensitive or you know, or wear your emotions on your sleeve because that's perceived as weak. Right. And now you don't want to be weak. Right. So now you've become quote unquote strong and you don't share anything anymore because you don't want to be judged by the masses. And then motherfuckers be mad. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> it ends up screwing us over even more and talk about mental health because we're told to do one thing and then we do the thing and then it's not open oh, now that was too much. Right. Let's have a conversation about that because Ricky and I had a, a conversation <laughs> about that um, because I've been told I'm too emotional my whole life. I'm the yeah. most emotional person in my family. Yes, Everybody yeah. knows that Facts. Jess is going to have an emotional moment. I would like to acknowledge to everybody right now, my capability to be emotional is my superpower. Word. Yeah. And it is my gift. Some people are like able to be baseball players or like (laughs) musicians or can sing well or can dance well. I can feel. Yes. She was like, I'm gifted emotionally. I'm I'm emotionally emotionally gifted. gifted. I was like, what? What? And I was like, so are you, Ricky? Yes. I was like, I've never heard that. That is something. Look. I learned that a good couple of years ago. And I so anytime anyone tells me I'm too emotional or I feel this or I feel that, blah, blah, I'm like, oh, you are just emotionally not able to experience what I can. You can't right? tap in. Mm. Right. And it's hard sometimes because I, you know, be, like I believe I'm an empath and like I feel people all mm. the time. Yeah. I cannot shut people out. I try to explain this to people so often, but they're like, they don't get it. Right. Yeah. But I can feel everything all the time so it's so overwhelming that's crazy yeah. she's feeling something she's feeling like i can feel all of it and i'm like okay this is a lot <laughs> okay. yeah you know you're carrying all of the feelings yeah it's like an all the time thing and some people are like it's not personal i'm not mad at you i'm not I hate that shit. And i'm like i get you i understand that what i need from you if we're cool what i need from you is to be able to say yo i'm feeling some shit that is not about you it's separate, and I can be like, okay, cool. I can detach like this emotion from me. Yeah. But if you don't tell me that, and you're close to me, I have a hard time processing because I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> Let me like evaluate. I must have done something. Your mm. energy is off. Like mm. I experience right. off energy all the time. I be doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, be doing that shit all the time. I wonder if. Um, well, how do you feel about that, Ricky? About being emotionally gifted, yeah. which you are, <laughs> which I am. I like that you called it emotionally gifted. She did emotionally. Gifted. Gifted. I, was like, no, I was I really outside of the Dodgers. Like I was working. And I was like, Ricky, I need to have a conversation with you. You are emotionally gifted. Now knock it off. <laughs> okay. And I said, you what? Mm-hmm. I wonder what? if that's why you guys crossed paths. I think Jess had to tell you that. 
work. Oh, amen. She had to show you, like, look, this is what emotionally gifted looks it's like. It's such a cool superpower <laughs> because yeah. not many people have it. You know yeah, what I mean? No. And it's not valued. Like, yeah. the ability to feel things, to mm. feel multiple levels of things, not just, like, not sad it out. or angry or mad. Like, but the, the ability to, like, I can... You know how many videos I have of you crying in different emotions? <laughs> it's not just like, oh, I'm sad, I'm crying. You're like, no. I'm happy, I'm emotional, <laughs> I, like I'm engaged, I'm inspired. Like yeah. that's such a cool thing that not yeah, many yeah. people can tap into. Agree, right. right. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. No, I definitely can. I I definitely tap into the op, the extremes. Either I'm crying hysterically because I'm upset. Or I'm crying hysterically because of something happy on TV. <laughs> on TV. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But like, there's no, I'm not a feeler of like, because I've had to hang out. I've had to hang out with Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. But a little also, bit, you know, <laughs> just because she, half the time she's my um, my sister in law. So, you know, it's but all any of that, you but. people out there watching who have emotional friends, like take a recheck and go, oh, my friend is gifted. Like, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I just want to say that. Like, it's a gift yeah. to be able to tap into this like all in all emotions, too. Right. Yeah. Because it's like. The good, the bad. Right, right. Like all and of that's them. what I'm getting at is that when I see you and you're going through your emotions of I'm crying because of, you're not just crying because some bullshit that's happening to you. You're crying because of the cat or because <laughs> the picture or the conversation or the somebody yes. that passed by. And I'm just like, wow, how do you do that? Right. So it really oh, is so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's for like sure. being Superman flying in the fucking air. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay, mm. but that's also why I feel like if I die tomorrow, I'm good with that. Yeah. Because I got like I feel because I feel everything. Right. And I see people who struggle feeling anything. Right. Yeah. Who just right. like go about life like zombies. So stopped like, up. Yeah, yeah. Like happy. you're just like like robotic my last life man this is all yeah so so and that's why i say like if i die and we barley and i talk about it all the time like we listen to the birds i go outside in the morning and like i'll open my door it doesn't matter what the temperature is because i want to listen to the birds and i didn't have a near-death experience like you barley but but i have enough to appreciate those things and those moments you know what i'm saying like there's a picture that ray our photographer took of of severe with DJ Antique. And they came in and they were here in front. And they were they were mixing, but there was a point where they were talking to one another and they embraced in a hug. Mm. And I told Ray, I'm like, man, you just took a Pulitzer Prize winning picture. Mm. Because the emotion in that picture, like I wasn't even a part of that transaction, but I was on the other side of the room crying. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. You're like, feeling it. I Felt you were it. tuned in I don't to the know, vibe. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about, but I felt it. And I was like, man, that's a beautiful thing. Like that's and then for Ray to be able to capture that and for anybody to be able to see that, that's 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 emotion. That's but in, in your worst moment, in your worst Ricky moment where you feel the worst, like isn't that fucking awesome that you can feel that? That you can feel the worst, yes. And I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today that you, can exp you could want to experience the, the highs as much as you want. 
but you're never going to experience the highs without the darkness. Yeah. Like, if you don't know how to embrace the darkness, if you don't know how to relish in the darkness yep. and really be in the darkness, and I had to step away from, from you know, the day-to-day -day stuff that was going on right. here in the right. studio. I had to step away from everybody and really just dig myself into a grave. And no, I called you and I was like, yeah. yo. And you're like, I'm fine. And I was like, Ricky, something's wrong with you. And yeah, you're like, something's wrong. But you, you got to be able to be in that stillness and yeah. be in that darkness to meditate. Yeah. And find out why you're there. Because when you discover why you're there in that darkness, that's how you start to peel yourself back out. That's true. Right. Is it a peel that's off true. or is it just an awakening, though? You know, like... It's all of those I, things. I feel like we, we have to shift... The way that we view these dark moments of like, we got to crawl ourselves out of a hole and we got to no. like peel ourselves into light. Like maybe like living in the darkness is really fucking cool. Like sit with it. I yeah. always tell people your it. capacity to feel the depths of your lows is equal to your capacity to feel the highs of your highs. Amen. Yeah. So, like it's amen. amazing to be able to like, because look, we've created an environment, a family of people. And I hope you all have too, that you can be like, I got people I can grab onto, but like it's so the darkness is just as beautiful as long as you, part of you, you know, have, yeah, because it's like you can't hide from it. No, yeah, you need them. No, but we are afraid of it, and most people try to I'm avoid it at all costs. Like, let's just get out of it, and you avoid it by substance abuse, right? Or, or yeah. anything that you like completely try to, you know, plug into avoiding that which is in front of you mm. is bad. Mm. Right. And I say like drinking or doing drugs or even exercising, like whatever it is that you have to fill that gap. It's just like let yourself be and embrace that darkness. Yeah. Mm. I mean, not to put you on the spot, but I feel like you took an opportunity to be like, I'm not going to do drinking or drugs or exercising. I'm just going to feel right now. Yeah. And I got a community around me and I'm going to allow myself to feel that way. And I'm going to like mm, haphazardly reach out and everybody knows what I'm going through. But like your community was like, I got you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And you didn't have to do all those things. And look at you now. Like what are the I mean, without going into detail, like you made some really, really powerful decisions in the last couple of weeks. I did. And I remember reaching out to everybody and, and even the, the corporate job that I was in. Any time that I had any kind of like mental just hold up. I remember I used to always tell my team, like, just talk about it. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, my mother, she lost, like, my dad left, her mom died, and then my grandfather had Alzheimer's. And I remember hearing her say, like, you know, I went back to my team and I told them, like, I'm not all there, so you got to, like, help me out because mm. I'm, not, I'm not present. I got all this stuff going on. And I remember seeing from her that always communicate with the people around you what you got going on because they'll be able to practice compassion right. and they'll be able to really help you. So... I learned early on that anytime I had shit going on, like talk to the people that are important around you and let them know this is what's up. Here's what's happening. And that's what I did in this case. I told everybody that was, I was working with professionally and personally. I'm an open book in that regard. But also because I want them to be an open book because one day they're mm. going to be going through something. And I want them to be able to come through and be like, yo, like I, I can't be there 100% because I got yeah. this and this and this and this going on. And if I can be a, a steady pedestal there, I'm going to help you out. Like, how can I help you? Because you help me out in return. I'm going to be a mofo right now. I'm going to be a straight up mofo and say that our 
initial reaction is to be like, let me take what I'm going through and be a lesson to other people. And I just want to acknowledge that it's okay for us to go through our own shit and not teach anybody anything. Right. Like, they can learn right. from us, but like... That's true. And I'm not taking away from what you're saying because I like totally appreciate it. Right. But I think there's this, this like idea of where like, okay, I'm going through some shit. I'm going to get through it by like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, right? And I'm going to like teach so-and-so and I'm going to be... The example of what life should be like. And when you become a meme. Your suffering becomes a meme. Straight up. Where, where like, mm. sometimes we just got to live and that's okay. Like, it's okay to live in our own shit that I stepped in today when I stepped on Sophia's shit. Like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, it's okay to, like, be in the shit. Yeah. But I think, too, the reason why I always want to do that is because that's not the treatment that I got. Mm. Totally. That's not the treatment that I got, and and I I one hundred percent wanted, yeah, to be that that teaching moment where it's like, hey, it's okay to be like this, it's okay to go through this, because that's not the compassion I got, and right, I wanted right. to make sure that the people that worked for me, like they got that, that they felt Moving comfortable forward, enough. But, but what makes you think that you being you is not worthy of being like that's not enough? Like what you're going through. Is oh not well, that well, that's a whole separate podcast, the story okay, of my life well, not being enough. <laughs> next week, but you know what I mean. Like, yes, yeah. we always want to like validate our experiences and make them worth something, but also like, why do we not think that our experiences are enough to validate where we are in life? Work, which is what you would always tell me. Like, you're enough. Like, you are 100 percent enough. Like, you're good where you're at, as you are. But we don't hear that enough, though. As you always are. hear why you're not enough, why you didn't succeed, why you didn't do this. Work harder. XYZ, hustle, work hustle, harder. Shit. Yeah. Like, yeah like, why didn't, why don't didn't, do this. Why don't you do at that. that meeting five minutes earlier? Why didn't you? Do, and we're like, oh, my God, I should have been at that meeting five Girl, minutes Girl, I'm earlier. a human. Why Let me human. Know? Let me human. That's a great. <laughs> Let me human. Let me human. Like, what's wrong with you? Merch. People's humanity is, like, really shot in a lot of Fair. environments. It's gone. Mm. It's okay to be human. More humaning. Okay, girl. We are more, more mess. That's For what sure. we are. Wait, can we do a moment in love, Bartley? Hold on, listen. Check this out. You gotta fade this out, Bartley, at the right time. Uh. Mm. I love this song. Look at me, I'm in love. So, this is where we talk about the things that we loved about this week. The positive things. So what was, Natalie, a positive thing for you? What was your moment in love? Playing chess with Mike. It was our anniversary this weekend. Oh, happy That's anniversary. That's right. Wedding anniversary. Juneteenth anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So we celebrated. Feels like it's been two years, though. Feels like five. This <laughs> pandemic really put a number on us. But no, it was good. It was good. We reflected. We talked. We played chess. We smoked, we drank, we went out to dinner. It was, we had a good weekend. We had like mm. a really, really good weekend. And so, What was the reflection analysis? We can fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And the ultimately, it was kind of like how you guys were saying earlier about the highs and the lows that, you know, sometimes we have to, we have to go through the lows. Mm. And I think yeah. that it just, we were reflecting in the year and, we decided to get married during the pandemic and that was kind of, even doing that was kind of shitty. And I think that Mike and I both processed it very differently, mm. but 
Mm. Um, Mike and I have like, I think we, we've been on a like, okay, we're cruising, we're cruising, we're cruising through this pandemic and being married. And then we just kind of like crashed. But I was telling him, I was like, you know, I think that it was really important that we had that we went through it the way that we did, because how would we know how to be around each other or how do I know who I need to be in your low moments? Right. Or when you're on your highs, how do you know how to be, you know, tone it down a little bit so you Mm. can meet me at my lows and vice versa. So that's kind of where we're at is is kind of like, let's just gauge each other and. And be okay with the highs and the lows. Because you guys literally spent every waking day together. (laughs) And it was, and so it was spending every waking day in a shared space where we hadn't shared space before. Even though we were living in a common, in in a shared environment, I was, we were both working all the time. So it wasn't like we were getting to know each other as a couple living together. We were just going through the motions and then the pandemic and then we were all working from home and then we really got to know each other. Mm. And, and then so, the dog got anxiety. And then, the, and then all of us. And now, <laughs> and you know okay. what I mean? So, but the long story short is that was my moment in love. This It was this weekend um, spending my anniversary with Michael Mora. So. Ah. Cute. What about you? It's cute. Um, it was really cute. My moment yeah. in love was probably uh, being at uh, Lemert Park this weekend for Juneteenth. Ooh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. like seeing the waves yeah. of people just like collectively yeah. dancing. Like yeah. it was thousands of people. It was thousands. It was thousands, yeah, it was thousands of people dancing and seeing kids. Like yeah. seeing kids interact with one another, seeing humanity and how much humanity missed being with humanity. Mm. Like yeah. the contact and the engagement and just the passion for that interaction. I was like, wow, as, as tired as I was. Right. She was tired. <laughs> tired as hell. Like I couldn't even stand up straight, but like seeing just joy. People humaning. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wow, like I'm. I forgot what this felt like. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I that you can, it it's a different like. energy when you have a bunch of people just coming together and and celebrating. You celebrating. could feel the vibrations like just Oh, it was amazing. Up. It was yeah. really powerful. That's it awesome. was powerful. So that was my moment in love. Do you ladies have a moment in love that you want to share? Would you like to go first? Um. So, so my, like my moment of love, I guess, is like, Mourning a love at the same time that I am inviting a new love. So mm. it's like, oh, it's a bittersweet feeling because I didn't realize that I had to mourn something that I mm. needed. To. So I, w- I actually texted Ricky like a couple days ago and I was like, yo, <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> I'm having a moment. I didn't realize I needed to mourn something. And she was like, well, yeah. you know, you can appreciate it. And I was like, I don't want to appreciate it. Yeah, you, um, you were over it and clearly I, I, right. I, didn't, I didn't even realize that it was something that I had to do yeah um but I think that makes me feel actually really good okay because I was like oh you need to close out another space in order to allow another space in mm, which sure. I right. don't think yes. I would have been able Word. to do in my 30s so let's bring it back <laughs> around to like, you know now that I'm nearing my 40s where I'm like yo you have to like clean out your closet and like mm. 
let go of things. And I've been physically letting go of a lot of things. Mm. Like I got new furniture. Yes. Mm. I got Comfortable a new bed. I got a Tempur-Pedic bed. Okay. Hey what girl. size is the bed though? Queen. Okay. Hey. Yes. That has the extendable bed that has a um, vibration in the bed. Okay. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Wait, wait. wait. Treating treating your There's space in this bed and uh-huh. it's real good for the freak shit. Yes, it does. <laughs> but I think that's really important, right? Because so often we carry our shit with us and we yeah. like don't deal with it. And I was like, whoa, I don't have room for this. Mm. Yeah. Nor do I want room for this. We don't yeah. realize how our material shit is holding us back. Cleaning yeah. out my closet. Isn't yeah. that an Eminem song? Yeah. And the more I've gotten rid of shit, I'm like, oh, I, I don't care if this new thing works out or not. I'm like, I want clear space so I have hey. the opportunity to allow it. Because I don't right. need this other shit, this other baggage, just like old shit. This like, I don't need the fake Gucci shit. I want the real stuff. Okay. <laughs> hey. That's it, girl. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I heard That's my that. moment of love this week. Pretty and thriving. Jasper? Okay, I know this is going to sound really cheesy, but I feel like I have cultivated a life that is a moment of love, Mm. but, which has taken a lot, but I would say that this week I got to talk to a friend who I see as a mentor as well. Mm. She has a spirit-led business and she does Reiki work and... um, She's just so encouraging of me and where I am, and she really sees me as who I am, as this person who is, like, just beginning my journey of, like, owning and operating a spirit-led business. And she is so sweet and so kind, and I was talking to her about the direction of, like, my business, and I was like, I don't know. I had this thing planned. I don't know if it's going to work out, but I just, I really just want to, like, bring love and healing and growth to people. And... We were on our phone call and she's like, well, have you thought about doing an Airbnb? And she was like, I will book the Airbnb for you if you don't have the money to do it. I got you. Like, just loving, just loving on me and seeing me. And she told me like, have you been to the post office? And I was like, no. And she's like, you should go. And I get to the post office and she got me, she gave me, she makes plant medicine, which is so dope and so beautiful because it's something that I aspire to do as well. And she gave me like these, these dream drops. And I have, like, these really... Dream drops? These, yes, these... I call them dream drops. I don't think that's what they're called. Um, I can't remember what they're called. But she's Moonhouse Northwest, Moonhouse NW on Instagram. Please find her. She's amazing. And you put these drops on your tongue, and it facilitates... It aids you in um, lucid dreaming. Which what? Is so, oh, my God. It's so helpful for me. Can we all do that? Can we? <laughs> it's so beautiful. And then she gave me an oil that I use every morning when I'm talking to my ancestors and my guys that um, helps you to connect to the stars. And then she has another oil called Two Grandmothers, which helps you when you're doing healing work, which oh, I'm wow. so excited to use. Damn because it. I'm going to be. She picked all this based on the journey that I'm going on. I'm going on this journey of like really stepping into my my path as a healer. And I'm, I'm so excited to use these drops as I bend and as I do more readings for people and things and just as a way to open my heart and myself to that. Yes. Do you have a question? Damn. <laughs> no, I just, love your smile. You have a gorgeous smile. Oh, Amen. <laughs> it's the I'm hair. I'm excited for my reading because I booked a reading. I told you. Look, 
Also, this was the right time to wait, okay? Because yeah, all the drops first. are here. I'm a human. I'm a safe person, and I am. She also got dream drops, yo. Okay, she like, got book, dream drops. Book got, Jasper, everybody. Book Jasper. I know I be like She's on amazing. social media, like I take myself so serious and blah blah. But I'm such a goofy bitch. Like me and one of my best friends, like our guides, we be kikiing every time we do a reading. We I love it. Jasper. Yeah. We love but Jasper. But she told me that I'm on my ninth life, and this is it. That shit was real. I was like, wait, what? That, like, stuck with me. We, like, watched my movie, part of it, and then she was like, yo, you're on your ninth life now. I also said you're a celebrity. She did. I'm on a ce- I'm a celebrity on my ninth life. Right. And I'm about it's to be the ancestor, thing. just so everybody knows. <laughs> just like, I want to be like the Mulan, like grandma ancestors. Okay. Like, oh, I love that. I'm, like, I'm awesome. fucking everybody shit up. I'm gonna be like a little clown. Everybody's gonna be like Jasper was so serious, and I'm like, y'all don't even know how childish I am. Like I'm just gonna a put child. a grasshopper on her. <laughs> that is dope. Damn. Thank you for that also. Like, that's really beautiful to say. It is. Yeah, it feels so good to say that out loud and to celebrate yes. that moment for me. I think it's beautiful for all of us. I yeah. think all of us here, we got a lot of things to look forward to in well, our... I, Go ahead. I think it's really cool that, like, probably in our 20s or when you in your 20s, like, it was scary to say those things yeah. out loud. You're yes. welcoming a new step, mm. you and your husband. Like, you're welcoming this new life, this new career. I don't know what I'm doing, but, like, <laughs> to like to say that five years ago, I don't know that I would feel very comfortable and very able to be, like, I'm excited, right? right. But, like, yeah, for sure, I think in the last year, especially, we've all... We've done a lot of shit in a short period of time. Facts. Fact. We've changed over and over and over in the last year, like it's a million crazy. times. I think we've lived like 20 lives. I've been looking <laughs> in the last at, year because I've been editing our, our documentary and I've been looking at this this footage of when like, we first met <laughs> when Michael right. Moda had long hair. That's right. That's right. <laughs> when everyone thought that he was a homeless person. <laughs> but there's, my brother yeah. had a there's full these, set of hair, full beard. Oh, yeah, remember no. that? I like got, he looked I like, like a depressing. On and I like, want to see yeah. the footage. Well, because the barber shops were closed. It was right. like, so that was he could have shaved his he, head. He really, he really could but have. Like, it was fucking talk, annoying. Example, you guys but, talking yeah. about like how sad you were that you couldn't get married and had this dream mm, wedding that yeah. you wanted, and like talking about maybe not getting married and all these things, and like look at you now and where yeah. you are. Like there's there was and um, and like I'm not putting you on the spot, the spot, Mr. Bartley, but Bartius. What's you know, on? the evolution that you've experienced mm-hmm. yeah. from, like, Kaepernick to now. Uh-huh. Like, it's all documented where right. you were to where you are now and, like, your beautiful children. And, like, you being, uh, you know, this is so much. There's so much. Well, and it's yeah. so Ricky, cool Ricky, just imagine where we were a year ago today. Like, we were in your apartment we're doing all the streams out of your apartment. Oh my god, I I like had to go this uh, the the um the map quest took me on the other side and I was like the last time I did this was Ricky's birthday party that you invited me to a secret and I was like oh, it was brother. here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's and right. it was but we were do we were streaming out tomorrow. of my out of my house off of the little studio speakers yep. not even a full sound system not even knowing who the hell Bartley was. Poor Bartley's coming in here every day like No, I was I was around in June of last year. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I met you, what, in April of last year? Yeah, you were here. I think so. 
<laughs> I was here. I didn't mean it in an aggressive way. You were here, though. No, but we met in April. Right. When you came in. I have that day documented when you showed up at well, the house. No, no, no. The day that he when showed he up. When he walked into the house, I have the video. And that was the first day I met her. No. Second day. Second I met, day. Second day I, met, I had met her. I was All like, documented. this shit's weird. That was like the deepest first time. Oh, my God. That conversation. You were there. I think I had met Jess and Bartley the on same the day. That's when Michael Moore had long yeah, hair. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Moore was one of, the of us talking in the kitchen table. What yeah. was that movie with uh, Tom Hanks and the volleyball? That's what Michael Moore looked like. Castaway. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael Moore looked like Castaway. He did. Like yeah. Tom Hanks' yeah. character. And, yeah. thank you, and you know what? And even after that, he took a couple months after to <laughs> finally <laughs> chop his hair off i was like bro you're just he was like i'm going for a whole on. thing hold on no, he really there, he was really there's trying a, there's really a video trying. that we have of severe and hex doing a live here at my mom's house with my brother with a full set of hair i was like oh my this. god this is embarrassing oh, yeah. why are you on the live it went down it all it went down. we'll have to bring those back out in a few I years i can't wait to share segments with y'all of what <laughs> happened Wait, shut up, because even then, like, because barbers were closed. If you saw Severe when he had his I, beard. I, no, no, no. That was terrible. Michael Mota getting his hair cut. That's right. Ooh, I remember here, that. At the house. Outside. He made that a whole yes. thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. We yeah. actually like, this shot is a moment. that. That's right. But see, again, like, if you, if you think about, like, the moment in history, like, our kids are going to be able to look back and be like, remember that year nobody could get haircuts? Right. And nobody could... Except you know, go anywhere. Or <laughs> <laughs> we literally have footage of yeah, all no, of those things. It's good stuff. I think we've learned a lot about ourselves, if anything, if mm. nothing else. Yeah. Mm. We learned about ourselves. Ain't nobody had pedicures or fucking nails done. I still don't have sure. pedicures or nails done, makeup free, except, you know, I do have little mascara. Gotta get the lashes on. Mm. I'm sorry. This is just my everyday all the time. <laughs> I'm like, mm. <laughs> I needed I, the Dodgers. Okay. Oh, Dodgers. Those are cute. I like Thank those. You. Very cute. Well, what else we got? Bartley, are we good? Barteus. It's your show. You we good? Me. Any closing we, we cuts? We covered a lot, dude. Tomorrow's my birthday. We're going to turn up to my What are you doing for your birthday? I have the most pretty picture of you on your birthday last year. It's your birthday, baby. It's uh, your birthday. Ooh, hey. hey. You do. That's, that's my every day is your birthday picture. You're like... <laughs> I'm gonna post it again. No, tomorrow again. Wait, it's tomorrow Tuesday. Yeah. Play that song that goes. Got the club going up. Yes. On, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Hey. When my birthday was on a Tuesday, I was so mad I didn't go to the club. Can we please play Ooh, a song for you tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Song we gotta you. make sure we all request that from the DJ. I would like the address. Yes. Thank you. It's a hop, skip it. Everybody listening now, we're gonna be. A la seis, a la seis. <laughs> Perfect. And if you know, you know. You know. I don't know, but you tell me later. <laughs> That's right, girl. Have fun at a la seis. Yeah. You know what, Barley? Barley's, Barteus is not going to be there because he's going to be going to his first baseball game. Wow, wow, Okay, Barteus. Yep. Barteus is going to be. my guys. Yeah, I get it. Guys, no, I don't blame I'm sorry, which guys? Giants, the first place Giants. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> first place. First yeah. place Little Giants. leaguers. First place. Oh, she said Little Leaguer. The Little Leaguers. Check the standings. First place. I'm sorry. The Little Leaguer orange people. <laughs> sorry. Ooh. We don't talk to second place. I'm sorry. sorry. Who? I don't. <laughs> I 
think that wasn't Hocus Pocus. He's a little leaguer. The San like Francisco Giants. Drama, I, I know. Like, I don't, uh, don't want to get involved, so First I'll place. let you talk outside. Right. First place. But yes, tomorrow is my birthday. I'm excited. You're ditching Ricky Lee. Yes, and Giants. that's okay. I, I accept. Sorry. I would have given you tickets so you could be with Ricky Lee. <gasps> Oh my good nuts, Bartley. Make that happen. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> but no, thank you, ladies, for joining us. Wait, I have a closing question. Uh oh. Oh no. I know you asked this to your kids for their birthdays. What do you want to accomplish on your 40th year of life? Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Stop. Maybe we've already that. accomplished them. <laughs> it was that. Oh, so good. Uh, uh, we got time. Fucking shit ball. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I want to accomplish um, really getting to know myself. Like, really getting to love myself. Like, mm. getting to know myself and love myself. Like, mm. who is Ricky? Like, uncovering that person and doing things for myself. Mm. Yeah, that's what I want to. That's what I want for my birthday. Yeah, who's gonna love you on your worst days? Okay, I don't sing it like Drake. <laughs> so, no, but you sing. I. Oh my God, the best Thank moment you. ever. Thank the you. The best moment no, ever stop it, stop of it. 2020. Amen. Was, was Natalie? It? I just, you know, it was the most touching moment I've ever seen between a couple. <laughs> and it wasn't filmed. And I didn't film it because I didn't feel like it was. I had the camera in my really? hand, but it was, I was too like, intimate. It's, it's not. That was not my moment to share. I'm glad because was, I would have been no, really No, it had nothing to do with any of that. But it was Natalie so sang to Michael. And it was just the most, she was like, I don't really care how I sound. I just want to sing this to you. I've been practicing. And she sang. And I was just like. It was perfect. Stop it. It was perfect. I sang the Adele song. What is it? Um, I don't remember it, but Adele. <laughs> It was the most touching moment, though, literally. Best I've moment ever, like, physically witnessed that somebody allowed me to watch. Mm. Well, I'm glad you were you there to what? experience it. Let me just it. say that wasn't none of my business. But thank was you for it, uh, sharing that moment you feel that my happened love? in my head no. that I wasn't witnessing. No, it was... Okay. <laughs> I'll sing it to you. No. <laughs> what was the song? Um, Adele... Um, was it that Feel My Love song? That one Daydreamer. That oh, Daydreamer. Oh, my. oh, yeah. We should end that with that. Shit. Amen. Because we're all daydreamers. But you know, we are. Play it, I'm gonna sing it. We are. We you are. We're gonna sing it. That's my favorite That's song. That's a beautiful song. Natalie's There it is. I, I can't, uh, like, uh, we're uh. staying outside. Let me set the scene. It's like the sun is setting. Natalie's here. Mm. Michael's Day here. Dream and she just starts to sing to him, like, in this most beautiful way. So and I was just like. Oh, I was crying. She was crying. I was crying. I was like, what's happening right now? I was like, oh. He's about to cry right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, like, it's like when you actually watch what love is. I was like, is, mm. that what, is this what intimacy is? It's what love is. Mm. Well, I'm glad you guys saw it. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. Thank I'm you like, I'm sharing. blushing. <laughs> I don't even know how to take the compliment right now. <laughs> this is cute, girl. I'm singing this shit. I'm like, she was hitting them notes, okay? Adele was hitting them notes. That was, was a very tender moment. Very tender I hope, moment. Uh, in closing, Wait, can we turn this Wait, part in closing, I hope here. that we, we all Natalie sing this part. are able to find somebody that we can <laughs> sing this song to. Yes. You can find have to find your person to sing with. Cry. Sitting on your doorstep. 
<laughs> you can tell that's that I listen to nine. Jess is like, what the fuck is? I wrote a song, but if you played me some Maxwell or some Jack <laughs> oh, <Edge>, shit. <laughs> Thank you guys. Can I sing us out with pretty wings? I was like, yeah, I could have rocked that shit with you. <laughs> Thank you guys. Oh, all, all right, love, y'all. All happy birthday, Ricky Lee. Happy birthday, Ricky Bye, y'all. Thank you to everyone who joined us this week. I am Ricky Limota, and I'm joined by the beautiful Natalie Mota. And we're live from Rose City Sound Studio in the beautiful Inland Empire. Shouts out to Big Brother Jake for all of the love and support. Today's episode was produced by the infamous Juice Box Bartley. We are on this frequency. Make sure to share us, like us. We drop a new episode every Wednesday. Wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where you'll find us. Make sure if you have any questions, you got topics you want to talk about, hit us up. Email us on this frequency at gmail.com. Support the movement. Drop it like it's hot. See you later, y'all. Shit.